0: Hey, what's up? This is Pastor Brian from Chapel of Change and thank you for tuning in Uh, For our worship, our prayer, and now uh, the study of God's Word. Uh, We meet online every Sunday at 10 a.m. If you have not done it yet, I want to encourage you to share. If you're watching this via Facebook Live, go ahead and hit the share button so that others can study uh, the Word of the Lord uh, with us. Now, I want to invite you to turn in your Bible to Mark, chapter 5 verses 25 mark chapter 5 verses 25 i got me a brand new uh, tony evans study bible and i'm excited whenever you get a brand new bible it's like getting you know it just smells good the brand new it's like getting a new better than getting a new home or better than getting a new car just the smell it's got me a brand new bible tony evans study bible so uh Matthew, I mean, I'm sorry, Mark chapter 5, verse 25. And I'm going to read uh, down to verses 34. Are you ready? All right. Now, a woman suffering from bleeding for 12 years had endured much under many doctors. She had spent everything she had and was not helped at all. On the contrary, she became worse. Having heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his clothing. For she said, if I just touch his clothes, I will be made well. Instantly, her flood, flow of blood ceased. And she sensed in her body that she was healed of her affliction. How many believe that Jesus is still a healer today, right? We believe that. Listen to this. At once, Jesus realized in himself that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and said... Who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing against you, and yet you say, Who touched me? But he was looking around to see who had done this. The woman with fear and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Now get this, verse twenty thirty-four. Daughter, He said to her, your faith has saved you. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be healed from your affliction. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing, the reading, and the doing of his word. I'm excited this morning, uh, friends, because in the month of February, I'm starting a new weekend series entitled, unstoppable faith, unstoppable faith. And I want to encourage you to join me online at 10 a.m. every Sunday uh, for this teaching. Or if you're able, if you're physically uh, healthy and able to come out, don't forget, uh, we have five outdoor services on the weekend, Saturday in Whittier, Sunday in Carson and Paramount. But my prayer through this Uh, study is that we live with this unstoppable faith, a, a faith that cannot be stopped. Fear can't stop it. Anxiety can't stop it. Depression can't stop it. COVID can't stop it. The world can't stop it. I want all of us, I want all of us as followers of Jesus Christ to develop and live in this type of unstoppable faith. Now, I believe uh, every once in a while we need to serve the world notice that we're not going to stop worshiping the Lord. We're not going to stop serving God. We're not going to stop coming to church. We're not going to stop studying God's Bible. We're not going to stop believing that God is going to do good things in our life. We're not going to stop. In fact, I want to remind you, can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop now in my my goal uh, for this study series in the month of february is to increase your faith and strengthen your faith it's to increase your faith and to strengthen your faith some of you are going through a hard time right now and you need this type of unstoppable faith to empower you and strengthen you and help you to press forward uh, through your situation. And so um, through this study, as you study with me every Sunday or on the weekends, I'm believing God is going to increase your faith, but I'm also believing that God is going to strengthen your faith. And we're going to learn from the faith of the sister in Mark chapter 5. Uh, This lady, uh, uh, as we read, uh, had a terrible condition. Uh, She was dying a slow death. Her body was leaking blood for 12 long years. Now listen, it's one thing to have a bad day, but it's another thing to have a bad decade. This lady had suffered for 12 long years and she was weak and she was tired and she was desperate. And she's a picture of many people in our generation now. There's so many people out in that world because of the pandemic, because of quarantine, because of all the situation that's going on in our world right now. They're, they're weak, they're tired and they're desperate and they need a touch from God. They need a touch from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so this lady in Mark chapter five, she was in the midst of a terrible uh, situation and her terrible condition took her family away. It took her friends away. It took her money away. Yet we see, we see in her an ins- unstoppable faith. We see in her, I see in her an unstoppable faith that we uh, want to learn from uh, this morning. Now, I want to give you a big idea. I want to give you a big idea that's rooted in this sister's uh, testimony. And here's the big idea. I'm going to put it across the screen. That unstoppable faith shifts the atmosphere. Unstoppable faith shifts the atmosphere you know uh when you're driving uh, a car and it's stick shift right and you have to shift it from first gear to second gear to third gear to fourth gear and um, when you talk about unstoppable faith one of the things that it does is it shifts it changes the atmosphere and i want us to think about that this morning i want it i want us to reflect upon this principle now I'm going to call your attention to verse 27. Verse 27. Listen to what it says. It says, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Now, that's a powerful verse that gives us insight into what preceded Jesus her miracle. It gives us insight into what preceded her miracle. And I, I want you to see how she uh, uh, shifted her atmosphere. I want you to see it. Now, when, you, when I talk about atmosphere, you need to understand that atmosphere is powerful. Atmosphere is powerful. Atmosphere is made up of what you hear, what you see. Uh, atmosphere is also made up of what surrounds you. So so when I'm talking about atmosphere, I'm talking about what surrounds you. I'm talking about what you hear. I'm talking about what you see. Uh, And again, uh, I want you to notice that she shifted her atmosphere. And atmosphere is so powerful that atmosphere uh, uh, affects your faith. Uh, Atmosphere affects your attitude. Atmosphere uh, affects your spiritual growth. Now, the right atmosphere will feed you life the the right atmosphere will feed you faith the the right atmosphere can take away uh, uh, you know give you hope or the wrong atmosphere can take your strength away the wrong atmosphere can can take your hope away but the right atmosphere will strengthen you the right atmosphere can trigger your faith to come alive inside of you You can survive almost anything if you find or create the right atmosphere. You can survive almost anything you get in the right atmosphere. In 2013, there was a ship that sank off the coast of Nigeria. And it took the divers about three days to find the ship underneath the water. And when the divers finally got to the ship... Uh, They assumed that everybody had already died because in their mind, nobody can survive underwater for three days. And so they uh, changed the mission of their dive from a uh, rescue mission to a recovery mission because they went into the water to try to recover uh, the bodies. And it's interesting, this is a true story, in 2013 off the coast of Nigeria, when the divers were inside of the sh- sunken ship underneath the water, they were looking around and all of a sudden, a hand popped up out of nowhere, a hand moved and it startled the, the diver and the diver looked and there was an individual who happened to be the cook that was alive in the middle of the ship that was surrounded by water this cook had had somehow found an air pocket in the midst of the sunken ship, which allowed him to survive three days underwater. What happened? He found the right atmosphere. You can survive almost anything if you get in the right atmosphere. And so this lady back in Mark chapter 5 One of the first things I want you to see is that her her unstoppable faith uh, shifted her atmosphere, which in turn triggered her faith and and set her up for a miracle. Now, I want to dissect that a little bit more. I want you to see uh, a little bit more clearly that she uh, sifted or shifted her atmosphere. Atmosphere by changing what she listened to. Get this. See, she shifted her atmosphere by changing what she listened to. Get this. The Bible says, when she heard, when she heard about Jesus. I want you to catch that. Now pause for a second. When she heard about Jesus. Now, before this day, she was listening to the wrong people. Uh, the doctors told her that there was nothing else that they could do for her. The doctors told her that her money uh, couldn't help her anymore. She was used to hearing uh, that there was no hope for her. She was used to hearing that she was no good. She was used to hearing that she was unclean, because if you had a issue of blood in this particular culture, they would tell you that you were unclean. In fact, they would yell it out if you came near unclean, unclean. But, but what I want you to notice something triggered her faith into action something triggered her faith into action what what was it what was it that gave her strength to stay in the fight what was it that triggered her faith to fight you know what it was it's that verse when she heard about Jesus, she started to hear the right things. She, she changed, get this, the voice that she was listening to. She changed the voice that she was listening to. What, what preceded her miracle? It says it right there. When she heard about Jesus, get this, beloved, get this, friends. When, when the voice she listened to changed, her faith came alive. When the voice she listened to changed, her faith came alive. You know, that's a biblical principle. That's a biblical principle. In fact, Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You could also flip that around and say faith will leave you the less you hear the word of God. What is that speaking to? That's speaking to what we're hearing. That's speaking to the atmosphere that we allow ourselves to live in. And so I want to challenge you this this morning. What What are you allowing yourself to listen to all the time? What are you allowing yourself to constantly hear? And I want to remind you that something powerful always happens When we turn our ear to the Word of God. When she heard about Jesus, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Something dynamic, something powerful happens when we we give our ear to the Word of God because the Word of God has power in it. The Word uh, has power to heal you. The Word has power to deliver you. The Word has power to transform you. So I want you to notice she Shifted her atmosphere by changing what she listened to. I also want you to notice something else in this story that I think is very powerful. She shifted her atmosphere by changing her crowd. Get this. She shifted her atmosphere by changing her crowd. Let me call your attention back to verse 27. Listen to this. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd. I want you to catch that. Remember, every word in the Word of God is powerful and it means something. So listen to this. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd. The crowd. The crowd, the crowd, the crowd. What type of crowd was that? What type of crowd was that? Well, I'll tell you this. It wasn't the type of crowd that's in a club trying to get their boogie on, right? That wasn't that type of crowd. I, I could also tell you it wasn't the type of crowd that's in a bar trying to drink away all their problems. No, that wasn't that type of crowd. This was a crowd seeking Jesus, this was a crowd pressing into Jesus. That's what the Bible teaches. In fact, when, when Jesus said, who touched me? The disciples responded and said, what do you mean who touched you? Look at all the crowd. They're pressing into you. They're, they're, they're touching you. So this wasn't just any old type of crowd. This was a crowd seeking Jesus. This was a crowd pressing into Jesus. This was a crowd with Jesus on their mind. Remember that old song? Woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. Remember that song? I want to talk about the crowd today. I want to talk about how, how the crowd, uh, influenced her faith. I want to, I want to talk about how she shifted her atmosphere by changing, uh, her crowd. And I want to encourage you as we look at her life, make sure you're in the right crowd. I want to encourage you as you go into 2021. Make sure you're in the right crowd. I don't know about you, but I need the Holy Ghost crowd, right? I, I need the, I need a crowd that that has faith in God. I I need the crowd that has passion for Jesus. I need the I need to be around the crowd that worships the Lord. I need to be around the crowd that praises Jesus. I need to be around that crowd. You know why? because passion is contagious determination is contagious faith is contagious hope is contagious and some of you are slipping into depression today because you you you've allowed yourself to be separated from the right type of crowd maybe you even allowed yourself to to be you know cut off From church worship, I don't know. Maybe you allowed yourself to be cut off from church praise and it's affecting your faith. I want I want us to I want us to look at this sister today that she shifted her atmosphere by changing her crowd. Think about that. Now, let me show you uh, the power of atmosphere. I want to show you the power of atmosphere. In the Old Testament, Saul uh, was about to be appointed as the first king of Israel. But there was a big problem with Saul. He was fearful, and he was a timid uh, individual. So God needed to trigger a transformation in Saul. God needed to do something in Saul, and, and the Lord, through the prophet Samuel, set up something powerful that I want to bring out. Listen to this in 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 5 through 6. Listen to this in 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 5 and 6. Listen to what God does through the prophet Samuel to affect Saul before he's about to be appointed king over all of Israel. 1 Samuel chapter 10, verses 5. Listen to this. This is the instructions to Saul. You will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place, With a stringed instrument, get that, a tambourine, a flute, and a harp before them. What's happening right there? He's he's shifting his atmosphere. He's he's putting them in an atmosphere of worship. He's putting them in an atmosphere of praise. But that's not it. Listen to this. And they will be prophesying. They will be prophesying. Look at at God shifting the atmosphere. Atmosphere For Saul putting them in this atmosphere of worship and and this prophetic atmosphere where the word is coming forth and praise is coming forth and worship is coming forth. Now look at the effect. Look at the effect in verse six. Then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and get this last phrase. It's powerful. And you will be turned into another man. You will be turned into another man. Look at the power of atmosphere when you get in the right atmosphere, i.e. the atmosphere of prayer and praise and worship and the word coming forth. There's something dynamic that takes place that transforms us into another man, transforms us into another woman, and it strengthens our heart with unstoppable faith. Unstoppable faith. And I, I, I share with first-time guests. I meet a lot of first-time guests at Chapel Change. I'm so grateful that God is sending many first-time guests to Chapel Change. And some of them, a lot of them, are, are going through uh, trials in life. And one of the first things that I, I encourage them, you know what I tell them? I just say, just come back. Keep coming back. Just come back. Whatever you do, just show up. Just show up. Just come back. Just come back. Why, why do I tell them that? Why do I tell them, just come back? Just come back. You know why? Because I'm trying to shift their atmosphere I'm trying to get them in the atmosphere of power, the atmosphere of hope, the atmosphere of faith. Because at Chapel of Change, we have an atmosphere of worship. We have an atmosphere of praise and and we have an atmosphere of fresh fresh hope. And people walk away from Chapel of Change feeling like Superman and feeling like Wonder Woman. Why? Because the anointing of God, the atmosphere of the kingdom of God changes hearts. So I encourage them, come out. Just keep coming Back And I want to encourage you. I've talked to many of you that are watching and worshiping with us online. And I really want to encourage you. If you're physically able, if you are healthy, right, you need to come out and worship the Lord in the community of faith. You need to come out. Now, I understand there's some people that 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 have, you know, that, that have physical conditions that limit them and you need to stay connected online and you need to really focus and worship and tune in. I understand that. But listen, there are some of you that are physically strong and you are healthy and you're slipping into depression. You're slipping into de- discouragement. You know why? Because the enemy has separated you from the proper atmosphere, cut you off from the proper crowd that you are to be in. So I encourage you, if you're able, come out. Out and worship with us so many testimonies of people that I've heard after the worship and after the word they're saying Brian man I feel strength in my heart I feel hope in my heart you know why because they're shifting the atmosphere when I was in prison many of you know my story how by the grace of God I was able to endure uh, 16 years in prison And I think back about those 16 years, uh, the environment was chaotic. The atmosphere was chaotic. It was depressive. It was violent. Um, It was hot physically and emotionally. But let me tell you something, friends. I found an atmosphere where I was able to inhale uh, spiritual oxygen. I found an atmosphere that was like a bubble of power and fresh hope. You know where it was? You know where it was in prison? It was in the chapel. It was in the prison chapel. It was in the prison chapel. And every time I went to the prison chapel because, because we were praying there and because we were worshiping there and because we we're studying the word there and because we we're fellowshipping there, it was like a Bubble in the midst of a, a sunken ship that gave us life and gave us power and gave us strength. And listen, beloved, I'm telling you, I'm not lying. Oftentimes I ran out of that chapel onto the prison yard, and I felt so strong, I felt like a football player running out to play the Super Bowl. You know why? Because my atmosphere was shifted by the power of God. And I want to I want to let you know that Chapel of Change is such an atmosphere. Come on, let's worship and let's pray. Let's do like this sister did to get her miracle. She shifted her atmosphere. Well, my brothers and sisters, I hope you learned something about unstoppable faith today. And I want to encourage you. Listen, some of you have uh, atmospheres at your home or at your work that is not good. I'm not telling you to leave those atmospheres. I'm encouraging you that you have the power to shift them. You have the power to shift them and influence them. Maybe you have a chaotic atmosphere at your house stop complaining about it start praying over your home maybe put some worship music on maybe at your job right and maybe you have a chaotic environment at your job right stop complaining about it and start secretly anointing it with oil start start laying hands on the walls at your at your work and just just pray over it shift the atmosphere and i believe that god the power of god will meet you and give you a breakthrough so, beloved, I want to pray for you. If you have been going through a rough time, I'm going to pray for you that God strengthen you and help you to shift your atmosphere. If you're able, lift up your hands towards this monitor, towards your TV screen. I'm just going to pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my brothers and sisters who are lifting up their hands toward the monitor right now, their, their screen. And Father, I pray that you give them the strength to shift their atmosphere, Lord. Give them the strength to to, to create that atmosphere of worship and prayer and praise and the study of God's word wherever they're at. I pray that you strengthen their heart. I rebuke the spirit of depression. I rebuke the spirit of discouragement. And, And in the name of Jesus, I release peace and joy and hope into their life. Help us, Lord, to operate in unstoppable faith. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. I hope you were encouraged by that word. I hope that that word really strengthened you to think about how to shift your atmosphere wherever you're at. At this time, we're going to transition to prepare to worship the Lord through our tithes and our offerings. If you're part of Chapel of Change, you know we've been challenging you to start this year off by practicing the principle of tithing, giving back to God, sacrificially, regularly and generously, giving unto the kingdom of God. You know the Bible teaches that it's more blessed to give than to receive. So if you want to give your tithe today or if you've just been blessed or God has blessed you in some way and you want to give back to the Lord, you can give an offering today. You can give a sacrificial offering uh, today online. After we dismiss with a blessing, I want to encourage you to go to our website, chapelachange.org, chapelachange.org, and hit the giving button and you can give online right there. Also, a couple special announcements to make. We are launching this week our six-week small group soul care series. Uh, I want to encourage you to join a small group, whether in person or Zoom. We have many Zoom ones online. Uh, We have some for the sisters. We have some for the men. We have co-ed ones. We have youth ones. Go to our website, chaplachange.org, and on the news section, you'll see uh, like 40 groups that you can pick from. I want to encourage you. Get connected. Get connected and be a part of a group. If you need to be water baptized, we're having water baptism in the next couple weeks. Uh, text the word BAPTIZE to 562-393-7330. That's 562 562- 393-7330. do not forget, every Wednesday night uh, at 8 p.m. is our prayer conference call. Go to our webpage, the front page, get the phone number for that, and connect with us in prayer. And lastly, I wanna invite you, come on out and worship the Lord with us, Outdoor Services, Saturday, 5 p.m. Whittier, Sunday, 9 a.m. Carson, 9.30 Paramount, 11.30 Paramount, and 5 p.m. Uh, Carson. We are going to be studying all month long on the subject of unstoppable faith. So after I dismiss with a blessing, you can go to our web page chapletchange.org, and give your tithe and offering unto the Lord. Now, it's our tradition to dismiss with a blessing. If you're able, I want to encourage you to lift up your hands uh, unto the Lord in a uh, receiving posture. And I will pronounce a blessing over you. Lift up your hands unto the Lord. In the name of the Father, who loves you with an endless love. In the name of the Son, who died that you could live. And in the name of the Holy Spirit, who strengthens you with unstoppable faith. May you go this week with the protection and the blessing of the Lord. In Jesus' name, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. This is Pastor Brian. I love you and I can't wait to reconnect with you soon.